All right, welcome everyone to episode 30 of Kowalski Analysis. Today we have on U.S. Marine veteran, life and relationship coach, and Instagram sensation, also known as husband in the making, Rich Williams. Welcome to Kowalski Analysis, Rich. Hey, what's up, Rob? How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, no problem, man. You invited me. I had to get on, man. Yeah, so Rich and I have been friends now. Let me adjust my camera here. For, uh, I guess it's been about close to six months, maybe yeah, about that. Right? Since May, I May, think. Yeah. So six yeah. months, maybe even a little bit longer. So we, yeah. we, uh, we met down in Texas when I was quarantined down there. I don't know. I think I saw you were, you were interviewed by Eternally Love, the girl over in England. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah. She interviewed me, and then I realized she interviewed you, and then I reached out, and I was like, "Whoa, hold on a second! You're only like 45 minutes away from me right now." Yeah, that was yeah. Wild. So we, we actually got to hang out, and uh, and now Rich moved from Texas to New York. You're in Brooklyn, right? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn right now. What do you? Where were you raised at? Were you raised in Texas? No, I actually was raised in Virginia. So I ended up in Texas um, just for something new. Um, just was trying to do something new, see if I liked it. Um, Houston was like my second favorite city. And I knew Houston had a good cost of living and stuff like that. So I said, let me try Houston. But then I really still wanted to try New York City. So I say, well, no one's cost of living my last time, huh? I know you didn't go there because the cost of living. The cost of living is not cheap in New York. No, no, I didn't go to New York City for the cost of living. It's my dream city. So, I, you know, Houston is like like the perfect, like it's, it doesn't cost too much to live there. Um, it's a lot of people there as well. You know, I love people who were just talking about that before, but New York City is on a whole nother level. So I say, you know what, uh, forget the worry. I'm just going to go out there during the midst of pandemic and it's worked out so that's awesome i've always i've always wanted to live in new york for like a year i thought it would be just to experience it because when you're in new york you really feel like you are in the center of the universe yeah yeah, yeah. I, you feel like you're a part of marvel's avengers <laughs> i mean it really is something to that song if you can make it there you can make it anywhere yes it's very true very true um a lot of people out here um, they, 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 they don't see how they can make it, but they make it. I don't see how, I, I look at people's situation. I'm like, how are you making it here? But they make it. So if you can, they can make it here. Like they can make it anywhere. So, so let's talk. I wanted to talk to you about the pros and cons of being single. Cause you're a single guy. I'm a single guy. Um, how long have you been single? Um, my last relationship was um about last year so yeah about a year about a year and how long how long was that relationship um it was a couple months so couple it ended months. yeah it ended quickly at the it was it was heartbreaking but it ended were you single did you have like a stretch before that yeah that you were single too i think i was single man it was a long time um, it had probably been like five or six years. Yeah, I knew you had a stretch. Yeah. So I figured it'd be good for us to chop this up because I think a lot of people that are single, a lot of times they only look at the, the cons. Right. And, and I know I'm guilty of that. And then, but then I think a lot of people that are in a relationship, 
they look at the pros, <laughs> you know, because they're like, oh, man, you got you're lucky. Like, now I'm like, you forgot how hard it was. Yeah. So, yeah. So I want to talk about the pros and cons of being single, because I think there are definitely pluses to it that we tend to forget when we're single and that we also tend to forget when we're the pros uh, that we tend to forget or the yeah the cons that we tend to forget when we're um, in a relationship and the pros that we tend to forget when we're single. So yeah, let's just, let's do it. I figure we, you know, it's going to be a little different show for anybody out there listening. We're, we don't really have a, a specific format. We're just going to, we're going to talk about each point that we have, you know, and then we're going to unpack it a little bit. And I think, I think it's best to start with the cons because I want to end on a positive. I don't want to end on, uh, we're not having sex. That sucks. See you guys next week. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the cons first. Um, and I, I would, I would have to say top of the list for cons. I mean, you know, I can't, is it really top of the list? It's close to the top if it's not the top. Definitely would be the lack of sex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I would have to say the lack of sex is a large con. So how long have you been waiting? Um, I've been focused on waiting since I got saved. So since 19. So um, it hasn't been perfect, but I've been focused on waiting until marriage since then. That's awesome, dude. I mean, that's that's what the Bible tells us, right? Like, right. I, put a, I made a, a, a post not too long ago. I said, it's not, I'm not abstinent, I'm obedient. Yeah. You know, like yeah. what Jesus told us to do. Like, why ain't you doing it? Right, right. It's, and that's why a lot of people, I guess, when they're, yeah, they're singles and they're thinking about being a Christian is like, oh man, because it is, it's, it's hard. But at the end of the day, like you have your book while waiting works. And I, I know the benefits of waiting and I know the hurt of not waiting too, but then it's still, regardless, it's, it still sucks sometimes. So <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's, it's basically like being on a long diet. Say what? It's basically like being on a long diet of like healthy food. Because you know, like when you're eating healthy, you feel good, you look in the mirror, you look good, but you you still like, damn, I want some pizza. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I can have a cheat day with food though, but I can't really have a cheat oh. day with, with say, I can't really say that, you know, I can't really say, well, Lord, uh, I guess once a week and once a month and then I, you know, like, but yeah, so I, I think that's, you know, in, that comes with the, the lack of, I guess the lack of sex would be somebody just, you know that you're coming home with somebody and you, you know, you're not, as men, it's like, you know that, okay, well, I got, it's, it's guaranteed. I ain't gonna chase it out here or go out after other women. But, you know, if you're, if you're not, you know, trying to follow the word, but man, if you even, if even following Christ is like, man, like the lack, the con of it is, dang, I wish I had somebody just to be like, hey, you know, you're at home, you know, you're about to get some, you know, <laughs> it'd be, but I'm looking forward to that when I get married. So. No doubt. The funny thing is, is both of us could go out and marry now. You could go marry. I'm sure there's plenty of women. You got what, 30,000 followers on Instagram? I'm yeah, sure, pop that. Sure, it's going down in the DM for you. Like people are <laughs> hitting you up. 
because there ain't a whole lot of guys that are waiting or at least as vocal as we are. So automatically it sets you apart. But the thing, so like you could go out and marry and you could have sex, but the thing is, speaking for myself at least, and I'm sure it's true for you too, is I ain't willing to settle. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the part where I'm at. I'm not willing to settle. I'm not willing to whether it's um whether it's where I'm at right now with life or um with my relationship with Christ, um, or the the attractiveness factor which I guess people try to guilt me into that, like, you know, um I, I don't wanna settle because I know at the end of the day it's gonna be especially with the the what with, with Christ and the, the well, all three of those, like where I'm at, you know, focus on, you know, just growing my business and, you know, with Christ and the attracting the fact that I know all three are needed. And if I, if I, I if I'm lacking if any of those in my relationship with the woman, then it's, it's not going to be fulfilling to me. It just feels kind of like I just settled. And then you, and, and inevitably you probably meet somebody that's like, man, like she's single and, you know, like if I wasn't single, like you'd probably be talking, but and so I don't want to run into that situation. Never. And then, like, man, like, look what I got here. And if I would have waited for six months or a year or two years, I couldn't have had this. So, yep, dude, I think Andy Stanley says, saying your best yes. Like, that, mm. and that's really what it's about. It's not about, um, you know, the whole waiting thing works because you are waiting to say your best yes. Yeah. Not your first yes, maybe not your 10th yes, might not even be your 100th yes, but whatever your best yes is, to the point where you say, this is my best. I'm, I'm not gonna do any better than her. She is the best. I'm willing to go all in on that. You know, that might come right away. It might take you, you know, 20 years or whatever, but the fact of the matter is never having to feel like you settled. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think a woman ever wants to feel like, or any man, in fact, wants to feel like, oh, like, she settled for me, or he settled right. for me, you know? Yeah, okay, so that's waiting, uh, or lack of sex. Number one, time. I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. I think it's number one. What's no, What do you think, if there is a, do you have a different number one? What would you say is the number one time? Is there, or is there something that's close to that? Um... Um, something close to that is, I mean, the opposite is when you talk about it in your book, you, the the lack, the the you don't have a lot of heartbreak when you're when you say, you know what, I'm waiting, or I'm, at least I'm putting that effort out there to wait. You don't have a lot of heartbreak. I know sex for me is, um, I, I know ladies think this is foreign, and there's there are plenty of men who will say this. It's intimate for me, you know. Um, the sex drive that I do have. I can't unattach that with the emotion that I would have for that woman. So the the good thing is that I haven't slept with thousands, hundreds of women, and now sex doesn't mean anything to me. It's just sex. You know, when I get married, I know it's going to be sacred to me. I know I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be all up in my wife. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but... I, I hope she's ready because I will be like, look, and I think that would, and I, I think that'll make my marriage stronger with that. It's like, look, I, I, I've, I waited, and 
you're like you said, this is my number one choice. This is my best choice as well. So I'm not gonna hold in. So that's a pro for me, knowing that I'm guarding my heart and I'm not just laying up with any woman or yeah, we're in a relationship and she doesn't want to get married right now. So ladies guys go through it too. Yeah, you know, it's been two years. She, you know, she just wants to focus on school. She's not where she wants to be at. And, you yeah. know, we're having sex, but I'm compromising. And then you guys break up and it's like, man, that hurts. You know, I don't want to be in that situation because I know the hardest of fragile thing. You got to guard and protect it. So, yeah. Okay. So that's good. Pro, pro number, or at least one of the top pros would be um, the fact that you're going to appreciate your wife more because you've had a season of not being in a relationship. I was actually talking to a, a, a guy that's going to be on my podcast. His name is Dave Asprey. He talked about like uh, delayed gratification and how, you know, like even with fasting, I don't know if you've ever, you fasted, I'm sure. Yeah, I fasted. So, you know, when you fast, when you don't eat for a while and then you eat how good that food tastes. Yeah. Dude, you were like, oh, man, it's so good, right? If you deny yourself yeah. for a little while and then give, like, there's really something to be said for that. Um, you know, I, I, I know for me when I was out, like, in the world and I was having sex and just just walling out, I was numb, dude. I was so yeah. numb. Like, I couldn't I couldn't achieve that, like, high, like, like a, I didn't appreciate things. It just took so much to, like, give me – to just a normal state of happiness versus like regaining that sensitivity, which is what I think both of us have done uh, by going through this period of being single, where you're like, when you get into the relationship, you're going to value it more um, because you know what it was like to not have it. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, like you said, uh, I think people take that for granted. Like, yeah, when you're in, when you're in a relationship, it's like, People look at it and like, oh, the grass is greener. Or on the other side, I'd rather be single. But us single guys are, when I hear married men and then I coach some people and I'm like, you're dealing with that? That's what you're dealing with? Like, you, bro, you, you know I would be lucky to have what you're dealing with right now, right? <laughs> That's a small problem to me, you know. Then over here, you know, fighting lonely nights, sometimes it gets, it gets real, but I know the reward is... It's, it's larger. I know I'll, I'll get to spend that um, with my wife and with my children, children as well. So yeah, I think there's a there's this one of the ten reasons I made that video for YouTube called Ten Reasons Not to Have Sex Before Marriage, and one of the points I made was what, what we gain too easily, we esteem too lightly. So like when yeah. you when you get something, for example, like everybody's had a pair of cheap sunglasses, and you're like, ah, eh, whatever, you don't really care if you lose them, you know, like. But when you buy an expensive pair of sunglasses, you you value those. You're like, oh wait, yeah. you know, don't you know? You like you don't want to even make sure nobody steals them out of your car. You don't scratch them. So like when you pay a high price to find that person, you know, God takes you through a season of of, of longing because I've I've longed for a relationship. Um, I'm not gonna throw it out so easily, you know. Like it, yeah. it's gonna take. You know, I always say whatever. Whatever disagreements we have, we are going to work it out. I promise you. <laughs> because I'm not going to right. go through another five, ten years of uh, abstinence while I wait for the next one. You know, like, right. I'm, yeah. Yeah. You, you're more willing to. And I think that's how I see I think people throw away relationships over misunderstandings. People, 
people have different they have different thoughts of marriage. You gotta you, you have to sit down and, and and think and ask what do you what role do you think a husband should play? What role do you think a wife should play? But at the end of the day, like you said, like when I get into that relationship, I'm not trying to trying to throw it away so easily when I've worked so hard to get it, you know. So yeah. So give me a con. You gave me a pro. I gave I gave you a con. What would you say is a, a, a top one of your top cons of being single? Like, um, I guess a top con is um, you can see this as a pro too. But um, well, I, I, I think the money, money, money part. I put money as um, a con of when you're when you're single because it's like you're saving up you can you have money that you you're not doing anything with. I know with me, you have money that you're not doing anything with. And then um but it's like you wanna go somewhere and it's like sometimes you have nowhere to go with somebody. Dude, so it's real, man. I think companionship is I would have to say is one of the top my top cons. I would I would almost put it as number one because you know like yeah, you, you know, like you want to do something. You're like, well, what am I going to do? Everything has to either be a group activity, which is is good. You know, group activities are nice, but sometimes the group activities don't do it for you. And I and you can only, you can't do stuff with, with girls one on one too much, or they start getting the wrong idea. Like this, you know, maybe they start liking you, or you start liking them, or so you have to be very careful. And after a while, you're like, man, I just would like to just chill with somebody and watch a movie or. Yeah, right that's too dangerous if you're waiting yeah. you know with that a lot of times what that leads to and it's just man the companionship is, is real like i miss i miss just having somebody to go kick it with just hey let's go do a right. breakfast or let's go you know go on a little road trip and go eat here like you know i don't know you deal with all that i'm sure yeah yeah definitely man i definitely deal with um the you know the companionship like saying you know this a pro is I get to save this money to you know and do what I maybe what I want to do with it but um, depends on the month or how hard that month is but the con is it's like well I have nothing to do with the money that I've saved I think even the Bible says something about saving your money in the barnyard and, 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 and gloating about it. it's like yeah I have this money that I'm saving but I would like to spend it with spend it with somebody. So um, that is that money companionship. That is kind of can be a con, um, but then I guess we can also look at it as for me as for money. I look at it as a pro and con. With pro, it's like okay, well, I don't have to worry about getting groceries except for me. You know, I don't have to yeah. worry about you know like if something happens, if an emergency happens. Like, I don't have to, like, okay, I can sacrifice something without being like, okay, well, how does this impact somebody else else as, as, else as well? So, or, or pro is, hey, I can move up to New York City if I want to from Houston, and I don't really have to talk to anybody about it, so. Well, that definitely is a, a pro I thought about. Like, for, for sure, you have the freedom to do whatever the hell you want when you're single. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a pro where you ain't got to check in with nobody. You ain't got to call nobody and tell them what time you're going to be home. You know, nobody's nagging you to take the trash out or whatever. <laughs> you yeah. do whatever the heck you want. So I would say freedom 
the freedom to do whatever you want is definitely a pretty good pro. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I put that because it's like they could be a pro and they can be a con as well. So, yeah, the money thing, I think they always say couples have more money, like because I guess because you're splitting the cost, you know, that cost of living and whatever else. But I know after I got out of long relationships, man, I can live cheap and I could just yeah. stack money. You know, like when I was single, I was like, you know, I didn't need to go. I, I wasn't eating out a whole lot or if I did, it wasn't like nothing expensive. And I was able to save a lot of money when I was single. But I do think that if you have the right partner and you're focused on achieving something together, you're like you're a unit, you, you can have you can have more because if you're both earning or even if you're just earning, like my goal is for my, when I get into a relationship is I want my wife to be hands-on with everything that I'm doing. I want yeah. her, you, you know, because I, I want that help, that help me. I want that person to be there. You know, maybe she's got some, some guilt, some skills and some gifts, giftings that I don't have. And she's able to kind of work with me and help us go further, faster. You know, that's what I'm, I'm hoping for. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> you said exclusivity. Talk talk about that one. Inclusive. I mean, you as a single, you can be like, look, I want to be alone right now. I don't want to talk to anybody today. And that's fine. You don't have to answer nobody about it. You know, if you got friends, you know, it's not really most of the time it's not a big deal. If it's like, hey, you know, you want to hang out to, you know, next week on, I was like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to be tired. I'd, I'd rather not work the week week straight, um, but it can we hang out another time. But I have no problem saying, oh, okay, we're, you're just friends, right? Um, so you can do whatever you want, and but then, uh, you know, so as far as, a, a, that's that's a pro. But then as far as being single as a con, sometimes it's like, like I t- said before, it's like, man, like, Wish I could come home, but somebody just expected me, you know. Um, so it can be. I put that because I, I wrote down things that could be pro and con. So the pro is, I, I can do. I can be alone whenever I want to be. You know, I I don't have to. Like, hey, I'm gonna watch the game uh, today, and nobody's gonna be like, well, can we watch something else? Because I really don't like football, you know. Um, yeah. And then. Um, and then on the other hand, but on the other hand, it's like um, if if she did like football, because some women that do like football, basketball, sports, and it's like, man, I wish I had a lady friend to watch that with. So um, it can it can be lonely sometimes, which is a con, but then it can be a pro when it's like, yeah, I just want to be I'm peopled out today. I just want to be left alone and watch TV by myself. Yeah, for sure. So basically, pro could be being left alone because I do enjoy my alone time sometimes. But the con could be that I'm lonely. Sometimes, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm alone and I don't want to be alone. <laughs> you know, like, right. So I, I get it with, with parents. It's like, man, like, they, you know, wife and kids or husband and kids, and it's like, man, um, they're like, man, I, I don't get a lot of alone time. And it's like, and I can see how they can see this, man. This is the I wish, you know, maybe I wish I would have been single a little bit longer, but I'm like, sometimes I'm like, yo, I, sometimes I want some little kids to run in the room and be like, hey. Right, 
dude, and not leave me alone. Like, you're like, oh, all right, well, at least I, I, I'm going to, I know I'm going to share that more because we're not going to know it. I'm going to be like, well, I didn't have this four yeah. years ago or five years ago. So, yeah, no, I see people with kids and sometimes they'll complain about how hard it is. And I'm thinking, Sometimes, you know, like Friday or Saturday rolls around. I'm like, I, I would go see a Disney movie with my kid and I'd probably really enjoy it tonight. You know, like, right. you know, but they're not seeing like when you're single, you have to be so freaking creative when you're an older single, especially if you're, you know, you're you're not hopping from person to person. If you're waiting, if you're, you know, sexually pure. You got to be really creative with what do you how do you fill your weekends? Like what your, right. your downtime, you know, if you had a kid. At least you always got something to do. You can take them somewhere. But if I can't go see a Disney movie as an adult without a kid, like I look like a freaker, yeah. creeper, right? So yeah. <laughs> you I can. Think, Ain't nobody gonna say nothing. <laughs> I think family is something for sure. That um, for me, like I look at this long season of singleness that I've been through, and I think that not having a family is a con because now I'm grateful that I'm not a single parent. Because I, I I would not want that. Yes. But I also look at people with kids, and I'm like, man, I would like to have it. I would, you know, like to have experienced that. Um, and maybe I still will. I mean, I'm not too old to have kids, but I think when you're single, you know, you, maybe if you never had kids, um, that that is that is a con. You know, it's yeah. One of the high. Yeah. And I love and I love kids. I'm looking forward to that. So it's not it's not going to be too late, you know. The the Lord, it, it, he looked like he was going to come back in 2020. I don't know. He he got one more. He got less than a month now. But um, <laughs> maybe I still will get to experience that. Um, but like I said, it, it's it's good that you get alone sometimes and you cherish this because I know some parents that would be like, man, you know, like you better enjoy that time because you're not going to get a lot of it when you're married. And when you have kids, because the time you spend with your kids, you know, with your wife, then you're going to be like, I have to spend my time between them. And you might not have a lot of free time, but, you know, so it's kind of hard to, you know, be like, look, I'm just going to watch a movie by myself. You don't get, you don't get that, you know, like you don't even, as, as a parent, you don't even get the use the bathroom by yourself sometimes. Right. It's like they don't get it. So uh, they don't know the sense of privacy you know, with uh, uh, with kids. So, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, you mentioned um, emotions. Yeah. So that, yeah. yeah, are you saying that's a con? Um, it can be a pro and a con. Uh, with emotions, and we, we talk about healing a lot. When you're single, you can you can definitely focus on healing. You can you, you don't have to um it's you don't have to it's not a lot of little arguments sometimes that come out of nowhere. You know you're not gonna get that, you know. Um so you're good, you can but then the the, the con is you can get kinda like I think we said it before, um you can get you can get in your emotions, you can get lonely, you can get tempted. Just like Samson with the Lala, you know, in his emotions and like, you know what, I just want to be with somebody right now. I don't want to be alone. Um You know what, you know what Chris Rock said? He said, better to be single and lonely than with the wrong person and unhappy. And I'm like, yeah. he's damn if he ain't right, because I've been with the wrong person and I've been unhappy. 
and I'd rather be single and lonely sometimes. Because I, I would too. Yeah. yeah, at least you have hope when you're single and lonely. At least you go, well, I might meet her. I might meet her tonight. I might meet her tomorrow. I don't know. But when you're with the wrong person, you ain't even got hope. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually in a relationship uh, when I first got saved, like, I think 22, 23 years old. And um, that was the relationship. I think that was the relationship before um, I had the, had the relationship last year and then the and the five, six year gap was that one right there. Um, but she um, she just wasn't it for me. Like she was a Christian woman. So I was like, man, I just had got set. I'm on fire for God. I'm like, she loves God. It doesn't, you know. And I remember like feeling that emotion of, man, like this ain't it. I'm not really even attracted to this woman, you know. And I threw the whole thing of attraction out the door because I'm like, I'm a Christian. It shouldn't matter. The Lord, you know, the Lord looks on the inward part. So I should look at attitude, you know, I shouldn't look at the physical. And then I was like, man, this is, this is hard. Maybe I'm not the Lord. <laughs> Maybe I can't look at it. Yeah, dude. Lord, you know, so I, at that point, when the relationship did, and I was so happy because I was like, yeah, this is, I didn't, she ended it, but I was like, yeah, this is, I wasn't giving a hundred percent because I was like, man, I'm, I'm not attracted to this woman. I'm like, I would rather have been single and like lonely and have my emotions than to be in a relationship and just be like, what if I could have got better? You know, what if I was, you know, could have, you know, got better. I'm, and she's married now, God bless her. And I'm glad she's married to the man she is. Cause you know, I'm hope prayerfully he adores her. But I, I just, I just couldn't get to that level with her. So. Yeah, no, you know, I, I've told people before that were in relationships like where they, they they weren't all in, but they didn't want to break up with the person because they felt like it was going to crush them. And I'm like, look, you're doing that person a disservice by not ending it because they deserve to have someone that can love them in a way that you can't. Right. So she's with this new guy and he might adore her. Hopefully he does, you know, but all you know is you didn't. And uh, I think I think about what Stefan Speaks says. Uh, he said, the only thing that separates a friendship from a romantic relationship is physical attraction. That's it. Yeah. You know, so if you ain't got that, don't try to convince yourself. Or, you know, your head can't tell your heart how to feel. Either you feel it or you don't. So, no, I'm not saying disregard your head either, because you might feel very physically attracted to somebody that's completely bad for you, like, Right, right, right. Like two, true part two. But but you got to have both, though. You for sure you got to have both. So, what are you working on up there in New York? You, are you coaching still? So you're taking on clients? Yeah, I'm taking on clients. Um, I actually um, I want to um, teach people biblical ways of dating, um, bring back people back to the scriptures as far as marriage things like that. So, you know, that's what I'm focused on right now. Um, I'm kind of in between uh, choosing to be a fitness coach and uh, going back to school for computer coding, using my GI Bill. So I'm thinking about that. So, um, yeah, and right here, I mean, we can talk about City Fam as well. I'm looking forward to City Fam getting um, formed in New York City. So I'm really looking forward to that. 
dude, I can't wait. Give me a reason to jump on the train. Right now, Amtrak train, uh, train tickets are $29 from Baltimore to New York. So I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. Yeah. That is, see, that's crazy. Is that cheap, bro? That's, I'd rather take, do that than take my car if it's that oh, cheap. Yeah. And yeah. New York City, they got, you don't really need a car here. No, that's awesome. Um, so listen, anybody out there, if you're watching or listening and you're in the New York area, drop Rich a DM or you can drop me a DM. His uh, Instagram is husband in the making. Uh, or you can just send me a, a DM or a, email me, Robert City Fan, and we'll connect you. I know we've had some people reach out from New York. We have several people up there. It's just a matter of, you know, really connecting y'all and, and getting it all yeah. around. Yeah, know? it's real. New York City's been, it's real strict here. Yeah. You know, they... They closed down indoor again. Um, they recently had an elementary school, um, not elementary school, in the whole high school, middle school, elementary school. They took the kids back out of school. They put them back in on Monday. Um, so, yeah, it's been kind of tight with COVID. So, can't wait till the pre apocalypse ends. So, <laughs> right? Dude, it's crazy. I mean, the worst part is, is, you know, as a Christian, what we know is it doesn't get better. You know, the word yeah. says it's the beginning of birth pains. So that means it's going to get worse. Right. And more frequent and worse and frequent. And then that, until it ends. So it's like, damn, what's next? You know, because you have COVID, then you had all the racial injustice. And like, I'm like, what's the next thing that's coming? It's like, yeah. it's going to pop out or something like Jason's going to jump out from behind a tree. Like, I don't know what's around the corner. Not, oh, yeah, not Jason. I'm not, <laughs> hey, nobody's going to help me in New York City. If somebody's chasing me. They probably think I'm playing a, a movie or something like that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, look forward to getting up there. Uh, you know, that's probably the only thing that stopped me from jumping on the train is uh, I heard you had to have a COVID test to get into the city right now. Yeah. I, I, I know for a fact that's for uh, – that's for airplanes and airplanes. stuff like that. That's for traveling by plane. I don't know about train and stuff like that. Huh. Um, but I do know, yeah, if you're if you're flying in, yeah, you gotta you gotta have that test. My friend just he just moved from Oregon to New York City. So yeah, she had to do a COVID test. She had to do two COVID tests. So shoot, Texas is the opposite. Texas they said the governor's like, we ain't shutting down nothing. Nobody's right. Born. When I was there, when I was in Houston, I remember it opened back up. Nobody was wearing masks. We was at the bar. Was, nobody was wearing masks. So. Crazy. I don't know what to think, man. I mean, I I, I, I guess I lean on, I lean toward, I, li I like what they're doing in Texas because I feel like, look, if people are worried, let them stay in. Let them wear a mask. Let them stay in. Worry about themselves. But then again, I'm not a I'm not a healthcare worker, so I don't really know what's going on like as far mm -hmm. as you know all that goes. So I just try to be quiet about it, and I wear my yeah. mask. I wear my mask as best I can, but I also try to live my life because I know I, when I isolate, dude, I get depressed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, people are super careful here in New York City. Everybody's wearing masks. Everybody has hand sanitizer. I mean, you don't see anybody without wearing masks out here. So. So you're gonna do a New Year's Eve event? Um, yeah, I was gonna join in. I was gonna yeah. join in and, and do the Zoom. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be ready in time for doing that, but I'm definitely gonna be a part of the call and and 
wave to everybody and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Well, if anybody's in New York City, what we're doing uh, with City Fam is we're um, we're encouraging people to do house small house gatherings, and then we're going to have everybody connected uh, via a, a live stream on Zoom. So, you know, literally it could be as little as you know three people up to maybe twenty. So if anybody's in New York and you don't have plans for New Year's Eve and you're looking for something to do, connect with me or Rich, and uh, maybe we can include you in that. So yeah. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you coming on, Rich. I'm sure we'll see you soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I want to get on back on soon, man. Let me know. Okay, we'll do. I'll talk to you later. All right. Peace. That was awesome. I love talking with Rich. So if you're out there and you're single and you're dealing with some of the cons that we mentioned on tonight's episode, reach out to CityFam. Uh, not that CityFam is exclusively a singles group, but there are a lot of singles in the group. Uh, people that are connected with each other and really just having community makes the process so much more enjoyable, so much more tolerable, uh, so much more possible to wait for that right person and not date out of loneliness. So you can go to CityFam.com if you want to learn more about us. You can reach out to me at Rob at CityFam.com if you want to be connected with other like-minded people in your area. Or maybe you're interested in starting a chapter. If we don't have one already in your area, you can bring it to wherever you live. But we have a conference in January next month, uh, 2021. It's called Seize the Day. You actually can go to the events tab on our website and you can learn more about it. But it is a goal-setting conference. And we do this every year. It is the best way to start your year. And what it really helps you do is kind of figure out what you want to do with the next 12 months. What is most important to you? And then set up a framework around your life to actually make those things happen. I started working with high-performance coaches about 10 years ago, and it radically changed my life. So we have on uh, my coach, Lori Lockamy, is actually leading this conference. It's all virtual. And, um, you know, it's going to be life-changing. You're going to be doing some deep work with city fan members from all over the world. And what's great about it is, you know, when you're doing it together, it's a lot easier. You know, I, I don't even want to do this work. I've done this, all this work several times, but when you're together and you're kind of doing breakout sessions where you're, you know, knowing that you're going to come back in 45 minutes and, and you're going to get any questions answered, or you're going to hear what other people came up with, it's going to also spark ideas, but, it's just better to do as a group. So we're, we do this every year. Like I said, uh, this is the first year that it's going to be entirely virtual because of COVID, but that's also dropped the price down to just $149. So if you want to register, we recommend getting it now because the price may go up as it gets closer, depending on uh, you know, the demand. But you can also become a contributing member of CityFam. If you don't know what that is, you can find out more about our membership levels on our website. And you actually get the conference for free when you're a legend member so and you get a lots of other perks throughout the year as a legend so check that out i hope to see you at the conference and uh that's it for this week's episode next week we have on a guest named elliot hulse and this guy is incredible he's a strong man uh, he's a strength coach he's a believer he's got about two million followers i think on youtube a really smart guy really talented and i just i can't wait to talk to him so don't miss that. And if you're listening to this podcast on uh, iTunes or wherever you, you find your podcast, be sure to drop us a five-star rating and leave us a sentence or two about what you like about the podcast. It helps other people find it. And, uh, yeah. 
appreciate it so much. Thanks, guys.